you to the studio. Hey, hey, Drew, you're on mute, sir. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, always one button. I think I know what the problem was. I was hearing your speakers uh, instead of nope. something because it. They were off. I don't know. It, it was like it was overmodulated to the point where it sounded like I was underwater. But now it sounds okay. You do. But the, the music, music was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> hmm. I have no idea. Muy interesante. <laughs> and it's like, it was like, oh, yeah, it was getting too loud. And it's like, all right, I'm going to clip the shit out of this. And it literally sounded like I was underwater when our intro was going. <laughs> huh. <laughs> all righty. Your, well. your mic sounds just fine, but the music was just like. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Well, hopefully it didn't sound like that to the users. Yeah, really. I'm hoping it was just on my end. Yes. Uh, in the in the host world, you know, I fixed all the other issues that we've been having like every single fucking day. Yeah. Uh, like even just transitioning to turning down the music after the show starts. Yeah. It was a simple edit that I needed to do, but I never fucking did it. And then <laughs> I was like preparing early and I was like, oh, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pooch Factory on thepoochfactory.com. I am Ron. I am Drew. And we's here in the studio on the early because for the first time in our, I think, our radio career, we decided to uh, uh, append what we were going to do the day because of the adulting, not letting the adulting just fuck us. <laughs> like, hey, our schedules have an opening earlier in the day. Let's yes. do it. Let's do it. Drew's not in a metal tin can at flight level three nine or zero. Well, that's the thing. Okay, Saturdays. I for like the last six months at least, I've been able to get Saturdays off almost every single week. It's just weird stuff where it's like, all right, I'll be like so wiped out, I forget what day it is. Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, today's Saturday. Oh fuck, their showtime was like an hour ago. I'm like, oh hey Ron, you want to do a show today? You're like, fuck, I forgot it's Saturday too. Yeah, last week we I completely forgot. I was out doing. Uh, I was out uh, uh, stringing. And I was like, and you sent that message. I'm like, what? Oh, fuck, it is Saturday. Fuck, it's Saturday. <laughs> I need to get you a watch with a date complication, sir. I've got one. It's right here. <laughs> oh, it's turned off because I was I was charging it. And when I put it back ah, on, I forgot to charge it. I need to get you a watch that doesn't need to be fucking charged every 24 hours. <laughs> I have one of those, too. And this one's every two days. But I do have one of those. And now, I don't have, you know, one that costs as about as much as the Embraer that you fly. But, no, dude, seriously, Casio G-Shock, solar-powered, radio-operated, 100, 100 fucking dollars. I know. My dad just got one it, for the first Indestructible. time dude no joke my brother-in-law has had uh shocks for a long time right yeah, dude, they're fucking awesome he's been trying to get my dad to get one for the longest time my dad's in his 70s right finally finally the watch has come back from amazon <laughs> they finally dude, I, got I, him I, to I, like I got do mine, it amazon prime had it in my hands within 48 hours yep dad's dad's was i think it was 48 hours too but that's because he lives yeah. in the yonder so now yeah. you know so they, he finally <laughs> well, got also, it amazon bucks. busier than a centipede and a toe counting contest filling orders right now. right it has been for two fucking years you know as two much fucking years. oh rest in peace sir we All miss right, you Sam. we miss you um yeah so i live in the dc metro area we still get amazon quick as fuck like i can get you know i can order something well not now because it's already two but i can get something delivered between seven and midnight tonight or between 4 a.m and 8 a.m tomorrow morning easy I shit in my hands in less than 12 hours 
Oh yeah, I, I mean, mean I, I I think I ordered like I, my fucking kitchen knives, literally like right you know behind me over there. It's like, dude, I think I ordered those things at like eight o'clock at night, and I had them some bitches in my hand at eight o'clock the next morning. And you know that's perfectly <laughs> fine to me. Like you know, and this is what's happening to all the brick and mortars. If Amazon can get that shit, unless I need it this very minute because my shit's on fire. Yeah. Then I'm ordering that shit because the price is going to be better. The experience yeah. is going to be better. And I don't and have to have what you're looking for. The selection is a hell of a lot bigger. Right. And you're not standing there. Big issue. A lot of people would go, you know, I worked at uh, my very first job was Best Buy. Mm-hmm. And people would stand there back in the day because the Internet didn't exist or it was in its incredible infancy. You didn't just stand there and read the sign for all of the features of I was in home theater. So reading all the features of the TV or the home theater system or something like that, you would read it for 20 minutes or finally listen to one of us who would explain it to you in five. Yeah, tops. But even back then, nobody wanted to work with other human beings. So, yeah, now the the Internet that was supposed to usher in this new era of togetherness has made it easier for people to say fuck off fuck off (laughs) (sighs) yeah we're we're like yeah let's bring us together and push us further the fuck apart you don't even need to leave your house you can get your goddamn groceries delivered i'm like exactly damn i can tell you mom no no there there, there is definitely an experience of going to the fucking butcher's case at the grocery store and say no i want that steak See, I go to the that grocery one right store. right there in the front with the most marbling. And yeah, that one right there. That's the I, one I want. I still go there weekly. I still go yeah. to the grocery and store like weekly. That, you cannot replace that. Nope. And I got <laughs> fucked the other day doing it because I ended up getting crab cakes. I went over and got something from that side. And I forget what it even was. But as I was walking through, I smelled fish. Mm. And I'm like, I have to get something seafood. Related. There wasn't an ex-girlfriend walking by, was there? No. No, it wasn't <laughs> sandy fish. <laughs> that, that fresh sandy cooter. <laughs> Christ, cooter fish, cooter fish of all fish. It is. <laughs> Tis. Uh, so first off, I would like to say happy birthday to one <laughs> of our. <laughs> welcome to the show. I would like to say happy birthday to one of our fellow on again, off again co-hosts and my brother-in-law, Mister Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Cheers. Cheers, sir. Oh, I can't drink because it's like two p.m. and I got to drive down to to Fredericksburg for my. Child's oh, birthday thank God party. for day drinking and your day off. <laughs> <laughs> it is my day off, mm. but I have chitlins. Yeah, but I don't got shit to do. I don't have to leave the house for the rest of the day. I got I got chitlins, right? <sighs> Drew, mm. Maverick. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I stole yeah. what you said, and I've been using that one liner. For since I watched it, that is how you fucking sequel. Yes, we are a uh, uh, an, uh, this is a a tr- uh, uh, what's call it uh, spoiler free zone because I know people are still watching. I mean, hell, Tom is there yeah, right it's now. It's only been out for a week, so yeah, right. we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll hold on. And a lot of people are hearing, that, hey, it's really good, and this weekend they're actually going to fucking Finally see going. it. Yeah, Tom's there right now. Well, Tom was also occupied last week with other big plans. So yes, <laughs> ass bag was in Charlotte. He's actually he should be in the theater right now, or if not, yeah. That was the most wrecked six hundred in in history, right? I did, I don't think I saw any of it. As I watched the Indy five hundred, and I was like, okay, I got to go home because I got to get up and fly on Monday morning. Yeah, but yeah. it's like yeah, YouTube TV decided to be a pain in the ass, and like no, because you're not in your area. 
I'm like, all right, is basically translation get you know get your own fucking account. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if you're having the same issue, NordVPN isn't. <laughs> we don't get now. Paid. If I can just figure out how to make that work on my Apple TV, yeah, that was the one thing. I you know, I mean, I would just stream it from something else and just cast it from like your phone or your tablet or whatever. But yeah, I don't know how to do a VPN on uh, on Apple TV. I don't know if you so, yeah, can. Yeah, like get my big 55 inch flat screen on the other side of the room to actually show the Indy 500, and it's like, no, fuck it, I'm just gonna go to my favorite bar. Yeah, <sighs> which is also perfectly acceptable. Yeah, it's like put money in my favorite bartender's pocket because she's cool. Again, it's like I could go spend money she and put it in Jerry Jones's pocket and go to a Cowboys game, or I can go to the bar and have her bring me beer that's half the cost of what Jerry's going to charge me. More like a quarter. <sighs> I honestly have no clue what they charge for beer at Jerry World, but it's got to be too fucking much. Dude, dude. Speaking of the NFL, and we'll get back to Maverick, mm. I promise you. Yeah. Again, folks, we're already getting sidetracked. We're oh. off to a good start. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, damn it. I ended up closing my instruments thing. I wanted to do this one. I like that. Pac-Man. FedEx Field. Redskins. Just, I actually just flew over that joint right now. They, they put us on, a, on an east downwind coming in from Albany to DCA, DCA. Uh, a couple days ago. You fucking yeah. cunt bag. You were here. Dude, I flew through DCA. Literally, I was on the ground for an hour. Oh. Well, there, like, there's a problem through DCA. If I'm doing a layover, I'm going to fucking call you. Jesus Christ. Right. True. <laughs> Come on. The fuck else am I going to do in DC? Play with myself? True. Yeah, well, that's probably about the only thing you can do these days. <laughs> <clears throat> nothing else is worth it. Like, uh, I've been to all the Smithsonian stuff that I want to see. And there's nothing new since the last time I went. So there is apparently there's one for the Bible. Okay. It's not. You don't Smith- know me at all, do you? No, it's not Smithsonian. <laughs> but I saw it. I was like, I, I cut. I, regardless, I, I was like, I kind of want to see what, like, what they're pumping. All right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want to go in there and see if it's just like if you walked into the Church of Scientology and how ornate that fucking place is in D.C. Like the host, the the main place for Scientology is in D.C. And that place is like a billion dollar building it's fucking insanity like uh, you know your tithings as it were yeah, well it's yeah it's, it's, it's religion by subscription basically correct correct <laughs> from what i understand ah oh, it's fucking insane dude speaking we were, of tom cruise no stop we were gonna <laughs> sidetrack from top gun to something and we said sorry and then we sidetracked from there uh fedex field fedex field all right cool all right anyway <laughs> Uh, FedEx field for the last about five years or five or six years or something like that has been unanimous, unanimously voted as the worst stadium in the NFL. Worse than Oakland. Worse than a Worse lot. Than Oakland. And Oakland was built two years after RFK. Yeah. We're talking 60s, folks. 76. Alameda Coliseum has been around since the goddamn 60s, since Vince Lombardi was winning Super Bowls. And then they left RFK, not because RFK was falling apart. They left RFK because uh, uh, they Jack Kent Cook wanted to. The, yeah. the team had grown in popularity by skyrocketing amounts because of the three Super Bowls. So they built a new stadium to support the fact that we wanted to have the largest stadium in the NFL. We did. It was like 96,000, you know, uh, uh, seating capacity, which dwarfed everybody else's 
and skyboxes. <laughs> That's the big thing. Everybody wants, I want a new stadium because I want a whole shitload of skyboxes that I can charge an arm and a leg and your fucking kidney. Firstborn. Yeah. And your secondborn. So and sell the third one into slavery. People were asking <laughs> over time why well, after Jack, Jack Ken Cook died, rest in peace, sir, we miss you. Once he passed, and the 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 troll, as we call him, Dan Snyder. <laughs> you know, the culture is actually damn good. Bought the team. <laughs> you know what's crazy? You know where he got his money? He <laughs> sold ads in uh doctor's offices oh yeah i think they did mention some about that in the video that i sent you yeah yeah actually they did it pretty good you're yeah. asking me is all of this right and i'm like god damn is everything it was correct and you're like 100 yeah. <laughs> every bit of it is 100 percent right yeah they, they did their homework for the video they did um he, he made all that money and then he goes in and buys it just because he wants to to tango with some of the other rich folk but yet again, there's yet another owner in the NFL who doesn't know anything about the game of football. Nothing. Like he called it a pigskin and he just kind of looked at you like. It's like, yes, we realize it hasn't been made out of pig's skin in a long time, but that's what I it's. I think it is still pig leather. I don't know I if think, it's specifically it still pig based. I don't have I'm, I've got one. It's really, it's not a regulation football. It's my one that's signed by the all the Cowboys, and it's like literally only one of the four sides of it is actually the correct kind. The rest of it's this white, leather-ish, whatever it is for autographs. Uh, I believe it is pig-based leather. Still. It's still. Cowhide. It is cowhide now. Yep, okay. Not pigskin anymore. NFL and NCAA went to cowhide, not pigskin. I thought I was right hmm. about that. Okay. We're good. We're good. Moving on. So, you know, you said something like that, and he's looking around, you know, like, what are you talking about? Dude. The football retard. Dude. Artard. Dude. Jesus Christ. Fuck stick. <sighs> Holy shit, dude. He, 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 he just did things. Like, he had no reason to do them. He just did them. And this is why that team sucked donkey dick and balls. Forever. Now, answer me this. It's the same problem we've had with Jerry Jones for the last 25 years. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, this is around the same time period. Mid-90s onwards, both of our teams have started to suck. Oh, no. <laughs> Largely for the same reason, because their owners are fuckheads. <laughs> Correct. And then those two particular owners start fighting each other. Oh, of course. You know what I mean? Um. Was it's he the fucking dick measuring contest was the problem It's like, hey, Dan Snyder, you know, got a you know stadium that holds more people than mine and it's open air. So it's not nearly as sweltering in the summer. I need to build a new one that has a convertible roof and air conditioning. Uh, wasn't Jerry Jones the owner of you uh, of y'all when y'all won in 96? Oh, yeah, he was. The, he was the owner for all three of the of the 90s bowls. Three, four and six. Oh, OK. Yeah, he, so, he, he well... was the owner for all three of them. But literally it was like. All the stuff that was put in motion literally was just luck on his part. He's like, okay, he, he, he fired uh, who the hell, uh, Tom Landry, and w uh, Minnesota was willing to give away the farm in the Herschel Walker trade, including the guy who moved in across the street from me. He gave us, they gave us that guy as well, Isaac Holt. Guy played corner, and he literally, folks, I grew up with a cowboy living across the street. <laughs> That's pretty cool. It's nice. He got traded to us in the Herschel Walker trade along with a 
boatload of draft picks. And as a result, Jimmy Johnson was able to put together the dream team. And it worked for about six years. And then... (laughs) Later, dog. And since then, it all just gradually started to fall to pieces. Yeah, and same. Been trying to reclaim the glory days for twenty-five years now. Yep, between Jack Kent Cook and Coach. Yeah, we were great. And then once <laughs> Coach left and Jack Kent Cook passed, been bullshit for almost thirty years ever since. Let's see, what was it? Ninety-one. Ninety-three. Yeah, it was. It was y'all won it, and then the Cowboys won two, and then the Niners, and then the Cowboys, and then 80, since then I lost 87, track. 91-93. Yeah. Yep. We were wee babbies. I remember like, the hey, ninety-three. Like, we're the same age, and our teams are kicking ass, and it's like, hey, cool! I'm growing up with a great football team that I can root for. This is great. Answer. And then when we actually are old enough to have money, and we're the ones buying the tickets, <laughs> fuck it. Yep. <laughs> Answer me this: Would the Redskins have changed their names if they had won a Super Bowl and been high-end contenders in the last ten years? Fuck no. No. The only reason they wanted to was an attention grab because 100%. nobody gave a shit anymore. Hundred percent. Same thing with the Indians. Oh yeah. Well, this when's the last time they won a championship? Nineteen forty-eight. <laughs> the Cleveland Indians. Yeah, they were the Windians. Fucking like the last three seasons. When did they last win a World Series? Oh, no. I mean, they haven't. Uh, they just or missed even, it. Or even was it two years ago? I mean, literally go to the World Series. Two, two, yeah. year, two, three years ago when they were the straight up fucking Windians. Remember Tom and. Oh, and right, and, right, right. Yeah. And then they. Yeah. And then they, they choked in the series. And then they choked in the series. Uh, against Houston. Wasn't it against Houston? No. Houston Wasn't it against the else. Astros? The Astros. Be- I thought the Astros beat somebody else. No, because they're both AL teams. Oh, that's true. Okay. Yeah. Was, um, the Astros used to be National League, then they switched to the AL. And uh, I don't think it was against... I want to say it was the Dodgers that the Astros beat. 2017. I remember where I fucking was the night they won that game series. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was Astros, at Applebee's in Tallahassee. A Ast- like, Astros yeah. and Dodgers. It was yeah. the year before that was the Cubbies and the Indians. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then two year, uh, the next year after uh, yours was the Bo Sox and the Dodgers again, and then yep. the next one is when we won. Yeah, against the Astros. Against the Astros, <laughs> who be going that to the World the, Series that, I remember, a lot? I remember Astros. that one? That was the home field disadvantage series. Is literally the road team won every single game. Yep, that was fucking weird. Yep. <laughs> The home team couldn't win to save their lives. Yeah, it was so crazy. It was a question of, all right, who's got the most games in the series? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I mean, they, they literally could have just gone to Wrigley Field and played it there. And then, hey, okay, now we've got something unpredictable. The only ones, by the way, just because I happened to pick it up, um, the lowest well, are the people with none right now. Can you name off some that have none in their history? Rangers. Uh, correct. Yeah, I know the Rangers are definitely a no. Not even when they were the Senators. Uh, is it still the Cubs, or did they ever win one way back in the day? The Cubbies won, one, okay. I think. No, they won. Cubbies? They've won three. Yeah, okay, but it was way yeah. back when once. Uh, no, 2016 is um, the last time they won. 
Well, they did win. You remember that? Okay, everybody was saying, "Oh yeah, it was going to be the Back to the Future prophecy." Exactly. And they made it. I think they made it to the series, or they were darn close, and then they petered out or something. But we're all sitting here going, "Hey, wait a minute, this is just getting fucking weird." Before that, (laughs) it was 1945. Yeah. The Cubbies win the Super Bowl finally. The the final year of World War II. Yes. Last time the Cubs won the World Series, and then during World War One, they won a couple. Oh yeah, way back when it was them, and then it was the White Sox. Both Chicago teams were kicking ass back then. Uh, so was Detroit Tigers. Yep. So was Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, I was like, when did the pot? When's the last time the Pirates won the World Series? Jesus, I can't even remember. Oh, the Pirates last time was '79. Yeah, before we were born. So yeah. Yeah. I know the Rangers haven't. That's correct. All right, you want me to just give it to you? Milwaukee Brewers. That's correct. Um. Let me just give you the rest. Hang on, hang on. Let me let me think. And it's like I'm thinking, I'm running through teams here. You've got there's there's six. You've got two so total far. of six. I've only got two so far. Okay. Seattle Mariners. Uh, that's correct. Rays have done it. Marlins have done it. The Rays have not done it. The Tampa Bay Rays have gone twice, but they've lost both. Okay, I must be thinking of the Lightning. Okay, that's right. Okay, that was the year. Where, okay, it was the it was yeah. The Rays went to the World Series, and then the Lightning and the Bucks both won the Super Bowl and the Stanley Cup. And they okay. couldn't do the trifecta. Okay, so the Rays, so the Rays have not. So that's number four. Yep. Braves have. I know that. Uh, I'm starting to work. Orioles. Oh no, they've won a lot. <laughs> okay, they won a bunch, but it's been a long time. They won a whole bunch uh, back in the like early before '08 kind of area where okay. uh, Cal Ripken and and people like that and. Twins? Nope. They have one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cardinals have the Twins have three. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a well. Uh, they combine the Padres? three. Yes, Padres? Padres is on there. Five. Ah, uh, ooh, this is a challenge. This is fun. <laughs> okay, come on. I've got I got five down. Who am I missing? He's excited. Montreal because they're uh, technically now the Nats, so it's the same uh, franchise. No, they call because of, they they combine yeah, because them, they move because they, they move to DC. They call them, and then we only have one. Blue Jays. Nope. I'll give you a hint. Mets. Nope. Now they have yep. really. Mm-hmm. Huh. Re- give me a region: North, South, East, what, the Rockies. Yep. Colorado Rockies. Rockies. One. They so have not. Rockies are number six. Rockies are number six. They've been okay. once in 07 and they lost. God damn. I, was like, I actually got all six. I start narrowing shit down. I'm like, there's got to be a fucking club I'm forgetting somewhere. Yeah, like the old Washington Senators, they combine those with the Twins and they've got three. And then they combine the Expos with the Nationals. And between the Expos and the Nationals, we have one when they were. The Nationals. Very recent. <laughs> Very recent. <laughs> Expos have been around early 70s, late 60s, 71-ish. Yep. But there's the yeah. other thing. They we almost got we almost had the ability to or we had we were on the the we had two on base for the 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 Grand Slam. Okay. We won the World Series. Not the same years, obviously. We won the World Series. We won the cup. All we had to do within at least the same decade was at least go to the Super Bowl and have a chance. And then we got the Wizards. Don't forget them. Oh, and the Wizards. Oh, and the uh, um 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 uh, uh the, the women's NBA. Um 
uh, we won the fucking title like four times in the last five years. It's the WNBA, though. Nobody watches. <laughs> Which is stupid because they're very good. Uh, 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 Washington. Mystics. The Mystics. Mystics. Okay. Yeah. Wizards, Mystics. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. The, the, the Mystics have won like a boatload. I think they won last year's. Championships, oh, 2019, 2019, three years ago. Last one they won was 2019. They're hella good. But anyway, so we almost hit all five. We could hit all five. Yeah, almost. Yeah, almost hit the freaking set. But no. But no. So as the years. came damn close a couple years ago. as (laughs) As the years go through. All of a sudden, they start closing entire sections of seats, right? And it was both the fact that no one was coming to the games, so they didn't want it. They wanted to put more advertising space and more color, you know. So yay, you know, yay. FedEx colors, yay. Uh, also, the cheap seats too. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. But those cheap <laughs> seats were cheap seats and making it more expensive to even get the fucking door, even if you do want to go. And they were falling apart. They also found out that the waiting list for season tickets was a lie. Yeah. You could walk up and buy them. They had they had them stacks of them. Yep. Not just tickets to any game. Season tickets. Season they tickets. said there was a waiting list so that it made it always seem like. Yeah, that's false advertising. In a lot of countries, that shit's illegal. <laughs> right. Well, it is here. I would hope so. I'm just like, yeah, and it might vary from state to state, but I'm pretty damn sure. It's like, it's like if it's not illegal, I'd be shocked. So on top of Jack Ken Cook saying he wanted to move the team, right? You know, he wanted to get a, a new stadium, and he got the new stadium in where it was in Maryland. And I, the thing is, I, I literally flew right between there and RFK. It's like, very... You got the right window. There's RFK. Look at the left window. There's Landover. And I'm sitting yeah. here going... Not that fucking far away. How the hell is the traffic so goddamn bad? I'm like, oh, oh yeah, DC. DC. DC <laughs> going to DC. Especially during a game when you're trying to get 90,000 cars there and out yeah, on surface parking lot. It's a big fucking parking lot around that joint, too. Yeah, I was going, yeah, damn, dude, there's, there's a lot of fucking pavement there. <laughs> there's four. Um, and I still, and like RFK is like, as, as you have described it, there's a fucking metro station like two blocks from the ballpark. And two highways that run along the outside of it that take you directly into either Maryland or Virginia. And I'm like, you guys are going to build all the way fuck out in Landover and you're going to build a new highway that'll, you know, service this bitch. I mean, you guys got a 90,000 plus seat stadium and you don't have the proper infrastructure to get people in and out. All right. So let me give you, let me close this so that the screen is bigger and we'll go and we'll turn on the browser and we'll go and change the browser to... Google Maps. There we are. Ladies and gentlemen, here's FedEx Field in a lot of fucking pavement. Landover, hot garbage, Maryland. Here's one of the parking lots. This is the green lot. This is the farthest you can, or second farthest you can go. You can also use this one. This is a pay for pay for lot. It's called the gray lot. This is the lot that you can just pay for while you're there. These ones all have permit parkings. So this one is the only, I think it's the only one that you can pay for that's, that's paved, but all the rest of them, including the church that's Mm -hmm. over here, 
That's a big this year, folks. Look at the church is almost as big as a football stadium. Yes. Good grief. I've parked at the church before. But anyway, you come in, right? And all of these are all, you know, color coded, blah, blah, blah. You have to buy the, the things. Mm-hmm. And there's a few little things that people know about, like down here on Bishop Pebbles Drive, like this little section right here. If you park here, and I think it's an orange lot or green lot. It's a green lot. No, it's orange. Okay. When I would park in the orange down here, I would park all the way down at the very end as far as over as yep. I could. Incredible. Not to mention yeah, making it easy to get in here, but they would open this gate like late. Oh. And I would just kind of wait until they opened the gate and then dip out. Yeah. And it helped me every single time. It was like when I went to the Indy 500, dude. I was like, I was parked in a grass field in the northwest corner of the speedway. And literally, it's like, okay, I didn't even want to start my car because they didn't even have the lot open for me to get the fuck out. I mean, I got to my car. The lot was already half empty. And then because of the surface street congestion, they closed the exit for my field. Mm-hmm. a lot where i was parked and my corvette was sitting on top of a lot of grass and i did not want to run the sun bitch because i knew my exhaust was going to start a fucking fire under the car <laughs> so i sat there i'm like okay it's 90 degrees outside it's sunny as shit put we the fucking top me- down just turn the radio on and wait for this sun bitch to get moving <laughs> same same all right so anyway you see all the roads leaving out here, by the way, the Sean Taylor Road, like when they mm-hmm. first named this this road after him, after his passing, after his murder. Yeah. Um, it was lined in porta potties. Oh. Like from here yeah. all the way to here. And they were like showing the signs and taking the pictures right in front of the Porta Johns. Oh God. They put they, I think they mentioned that in the video. Yep. I was like, Are you kidding me with this? You're retiring the man's jersey and that is how you do it? We're all sitting on the stadium with sewage leaks. Let's take, yeah, let's honor one of our players who was murdered, whose number we had on the back of our helmets for a whole season in tribute to him. Let's, yeah, let's retire his jersey in front of a bunch of shitters. I mean, really? Yep. Uh, now, as you can see, Snyderverse, man. <laughs> it is. As you can see, there is one exit on the highway that is easily accessible from this yeah and that is arena drive this is exit 16 this was created for the stadium exit 16 on 495 created for the stadium with a single three-lane entry point (laughs) for a 96,000 seat stadium (laughs) 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 wow now why am i not surprised this is happening in our nation's capital and all of the other roads to get in and out of there, you see what's along them? Surface streets. I mean, houses and apartments and places where people live. These are normal neighborhood streets. Yep. Not designed for massive amounts of traffic. Nope. This like, one doesn't like even Indianapolis. Ex- this one doesn't even expand out until Ridgefield Boulevard, which is a <laughs> major four-way intersection going through townhomes, and you don't get to a proper road for miles until you get to Central <laughs> Avenue. Another, wow. another, you know, surface street. Oh my god, dude. Not to mention this stretch of highway is one of the worst in the nation. There's Andrews Air Force Base. Yep. This is the was, bridge. Yeah, it's literally on final approach for Andrews Air Force Base. So yep. it's like, oh hey, there's Air Force One flying right over the stadium. Yep. Yep. Those that's not a flyover. That's that's they're just coming back. 
the oh, president's just coming back. And then there is training. This is the Woodrow Wilson bridge right here. This yep. is a parking lot. 99.9% of the time. <laughs> so yeah, we fly over that all the time doing the mountain Vernon visual into one at DCA. Yep. There's, there's just no good place to be. Now, some people will do like my sister loved to do it. She would come out of the stadium and then use Suitland to go all the way up mm-hmm. to 295 because this from air from uh, the base all the way across the bridge was a parking lot. She would take Suitland all the way over to 295 and then take that all the way down to the drop right before the bridge, wait for a little bit, and then it was decent getting home. Okay. But this trip is extremely long. And back in the day, you would come out in this place. There was so much crime in this fucking place. <laughs> this place was frightening to even the people that live there. Uh, especially the people who live there because they saw more than the people who drive through. Exactly. <laughs> Not even the cops showed up because they were like, no, nah, I'm good. Thanks. You'll <laughs> no, thanks, man. Yeah. I want to go home alive at the end of this shit. I felt bad. I was at a, I was at a bar one time and somebody that lived down here in the Anacostia area. They were talking about, man, I got to go home. And I'm like, be careful. And they're like, bro, you don't even know. I'm like, dude, I feel so bad for y'all. Like, like if y'all didn't live in DC, I would say clean up your streets. The, the, (laughs) The only way that's proper. The only way. Hire Charles Bronson. Get her done. Hire Charles Bronson, folks. Yes. It's Death Wish 6. We're going to resurrect him. All right, we're so gonna, we're gonna Tupac the guy. We're gonna use deep fake CGI holograms. CGI holograms. Is. Yeah, and we're just gonna resurrect Charles Bronson. They did my man wrong with that, that hologram bullshit. They did my man wrongs. Anyway, all right, Maverick. Hmm. I think Tom just got done with it. He's starting to blow up the chat. He he is. Holy shit. <laughs> That movie was amazing. <laughs> I think it's unanimous then. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Like, have we looked it up on, on, on tomatoes? Uh, I haven't looked at the scores and everything, but I'm like, okay, judging by the freaking uh, number of people who went to go see the thing uh, on opening weekend, it was like 145, $150 million. 97%. New- yeah. I believe it. That's got to be one of the, and the, not, the audience score is 99,000 or 99%. Yeah, it, it's it's one of the most consistently praised films from critics and fans that I can recall. <laughs> I can't think of another one that's not that's that's higher than that that I've ever seen on Rotten on Tomatoes. Both sides. Usually it's either oh the critics love it and everybody who actually, you know, pays to watch movies is like fucking really. <laughs> or the other way around. <laughs> we'll get back to to Maverick in just a second. I looked up the scariest horror film out right now. Okay? Yeah. I have never been frightened by a horror film. One jump scare got me once and that was in the ring. And that was at the very beginning of the ring when they open up the closet and the girl's sitting there and she was killed, you know, by Samara or whatever. And she just does that. Like her body's decomposed, her head's open. And she just kind of does that head tilt thing. They did a great job. That one got me. And I was at the movie theater and I wasn't paying attention. I looked up, saw her face moving. I was like, ah, you know, God, fuck. got me. Nothing else has ever gotten me in any horror film ever. Most horror films I giggle at because it's really, yeah. really bad. <laughs> really, really campy. They, they can't all be alien. Because right. alien, that's a sci-fi film, but it's really a slasher film. And they did a fucking great job with it. See, now that one is suspenseful. I was, yes, sus- I had, yeah. 
that that tightness in the chest and the tight you know the 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 suspense it, feeling. Claustrophobic. Don't ever watch that. Okay. One of the coolest stories I ever heard from any astronaut stuff ever was a guy who was on Mir back in the nineties. He was an American astronaut. He was on one of the missions to Mir. And they were watching Alien at night in the middle of a fucking Dumbass. meteor shower. In the middle of a meteor shower. Oh, so they're you're on a space station. It's dark, and there's fucking, fucking tiny little sand grains hitting the goddamn space station while they're watching one of the fucking most suspenseful space sci-fi movies ever. And I'm just sitting here going, dude, you're a glutton for punishment, aren't you? Are they dumb? <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> Are you stupid? Stupid. <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> they weren't. Anyway, I, I went and looked it up and it was called X. And like that is like unanimously rated at uh at the highest uh in, in horror. Even the the main character, Mia Goss, she got like a, a, a crazy good score, you know, for you know, or she was nominated for something for you know her performance in it. Tomatoes, ninety-five percent. Audience seventy five percent, not bad for a horror movie, which is very love them or hate them kind it of was genre. Yeah, fucking terrible. Mm. Now, caveat: the storyline wasn't bad. You know, like the way they delivered the story, and it was fucked up. Like, like you're watching, you're going. I really thought that that Rob Zombie had made it. That's how mm. fucked up it was. I thought it was a zombie flick. It wasn't. It was made by Jin West, I think. No relation. Ty West. Ty West. No relation. Promise. Never, I don't think I've ever heard of that director. No, that but then it had uh, somebody in it that Jenny recognized because, you know, we have a child. So we've seen plenty of things on the, the Disney Channel. And Jenna Ortega is on it. Big Disney Channel girl. And it was just, it was fucked up wasn't scary wasn't even creepy it was just fucked up but the fact that they call it the best horror film really concerns me about humans best ever or best currently in theaters i think it's number four best ever behind things like 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 Hannibal and the exorcist and things like that i'm like dude this isn't even remotely co- close like nowhere no no this one made honestly we've all seen rob zombie films this one would have made rob happy i'm sure it does i'm sure he watches and goes yeah that's a great flick it's campy 70s style yeah uh, it's bad. Don't don't waste your time. I'm I'm dead serious. Don't waste your fucking time. I watched it because I was like, you know, like I said, you know, people said that it was like the greatest. It was like fucking horrible, you know, horror, you know, scary as shit. I'm like, dude, Samara scared me more than that. Samara comes walking out the TV, and I'm like, get the fuck back on the TV. I didn't say anything like that in this. I can even give you the synopsis. The synopsis they were. Uh, making uh, a porno film in it. And it was a standard slasher. But there was no build-ups. The killings just kind of started. And then they just kind of ended. It was just a series of things that happened. Correct. 
it's yeah, it's less of a plot than it is just that. It was a series of unfortunate events. And then Jim Carrey had nothing to do with it. Correct. <laughs> that's yeah, my yeah. That's my thing about it. It's the kind of thing it's, it's it sounds like the sort of movie you'd see on Best of the Worst from Red Letter Media. It's like yeah, we're like okay, this got made. Are we entertained? It's the question. I mean, it's like I are we entertained? And it's like, it could suck. The production value could be terrible. It's like the room. You're sitting there going, okay, what the fuck? It's like, it, but this, you were this entertained. Is a serious movie, but it's like, no, it, we're entertained because it's so incompetent. It's funny. Boondock Saints. Yeah. A low, bu- relatively low budget film. I think the only big name actor they had in the whole movie was Willow. Was Willow. Yeah. Because back we had then. had a bunch of other character actors, and that was it. Right. And it worked. And again, it was one of those ones that it caught on a lot more on home video than it did in the theaters. Right. There have been a lot of films that have been like that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I just, uh, it was it was some hot fucking garbage is what it was. Mm. Don't waste your time. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think Maverick was the first movie I went to the theaters to see since the last Star Wars film. Yep. Same. And it, that was December of 19, right before the world went nuts. Same. And it was the first movie I went to that I enjoyed since Ford versus Ferrari. <laughs> and for, Ford versus Ferrari was hel- like hella good, hella good. And I can say this is that this is probably one of the reasons I like this film so much is it's in the same vein. It's unapologetic. Yes. It just yeah, fucking deal with it. Just get it done. <laughs> yeah, we get the shit done. The, the 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 statement you made though is so perfect. It, this is the way you sequel. Yeah. This was, it was never, never designed for a sequel. Never designed. There were no dimpled chads. There were no, no things left over. There was nothing you had to tie up on a loose end standpoint. Nothing. Nope. Top Gun could have lived like that from its 1986 era for the rest of time. Yeah. Okay. But One if you are going Iron to do Eagle. it. Which was sort of Top Gun's lesser-known brother, which came out right. a year earlier. They did four of those films. Right. Didn't need to. Didn't need to do a sequel. It was like, I don't like, all right, here's a young kid, and he's now going to the Air Force Academy, and he's a fighter pilot. Okay, maybe we okay, they kind of teed up the possibility, maybe there's a future with this character. And then in the second film, they kill him off in the first fucking scene. <laughs> but they didn't even <laughs> tee it up like they did with Back to the Future. They had yeah. the design, and they were actually oh, hey, doing we're going it for into all the three. Future, and that's how we end the film, end right. the first film. And then to be continued, that was the thing they added for home video. Right. That's like with the original release of Star Wars, that whole episode four business, that didn't come along until after they announced the second film. Yep. Because seriously, you go look at this like, okay, Star Wars, episode Testing four. It. I've never fucking heard of this series before. How are we at episode four already? It could have gone by its lonesome. Yeah. But they were doing the test of waters. They had those plans and they were, the plans were done perfectly. And Zemeckis probably even took it from, from the, the star world's world and said, okay, you know, we're going to do it the same way. We're going to test the waters. We have the plans. They're already written for the next two. And if we are going to do the next two and we know we can do it because we have the drive going forward, we're going to film them at the same fucking time. And all the dailies and the script and everything that the studio bigwigs saw before we finished the film is like, okay, we love this. Yeah. This, has, this, this is going to do well. And like, even before <laughs> they'd finished it and send it to test audiences and all this stuff, they knew, all right, this is great. Now, it took them four years before they did the next film, and they did the second and third one literally at the same time. At the exact same time. 
Because, I mean, that was interesting that they actually had, oh, here's the trailer for the third film at the end in of the, the second one. Exactly. <laughs> and I was like, Genius. Interesting, but all right. Genius. Oh, yeah, they filmed them both at the same time, or like back-to-back, right next to each other when they filmed it all. Absolutely genius. Yeah. Go go, Bobby. Bobby Zemeckis. Nobody and, calls again, him Bobby. It, it, if you look at the screenplay Rob. for Back to the Future, that should be taught in every film school as how to write a tight screenplay. Everything's Correct. set up. Everything's paid off. No loose ends. It's like, okay, that's a fucking film. It yep. stands on its own. You're not saying, hey, wait a minute. What about, I don't recall ever thinking that about Back to the Future after I watched it. And even no matter how many times I've watched it since. Even X last night. Um, I don't think this is any kind of spoiler. Not that I care because the fucking movie was terrible. But <laughs> You don't know, have to worry about spoiling it for me. I don't really give a shit. <laughs> I'm probably not going to see it. I'm more, more worried about the listeners. Um, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Uh, there was one thing that, uh, oh, oh, the lady, um, the old lady who ends up being the, the, the scary one or whatever, she walks into this other scene and she's coated from head to toe in blood or not, mm-hmm. not quite head to toe, but her dress was all bloody. She right? looks like Carrie from, yeah, close, from. close. Yeah. Um, and she walks into the scene and, and Jenny turns to me and goes, how is she all bloody? And I was like, oh, maybe that's because she straight mounted the dude that she killed before. And she goes, yeah, but they showed her after that, like straight up dancing. She wasn't covered in blood. I was like, yeah, Where oh, the fuck did that come from. They fucked up the, the, the continuity. Yeah. yeah. Fire that guy. You know, also, you know did they leave a scene on the cutting room floor that explains that? I'm probably pretty sure they did. They got us. It was like a scene or two later or something like that like that takes you out of the film you start thinking too much about it go hey wait a minute yep and that Uh, was that was my thought yeah now when it happened when they she the the ortega girl um ends up in this this room and they see another body that was strung up like obviously like she was like hugging him or touching him he had like marks on him and stuff like that and i was like that's how she got all the blood on her but you're right but it takes me out. Movie, hold on. Right. <laughs> when you're like, wait a minute. See, the continuity folks, they just pay attention to, okay, you're cu- you're holding your coffee cup in your right hand. Don't suddenly put it in your left hand. Okay. But you need a John good. John Wayne got his start in Hollywood doing that, folks. Right. <laughs> that was yeah, When he was a student at USC, he's a big football player guy. And that was his, it was his summer job, was a continuity guy. Working at one of the Hollywood studios, and that's how John Ford, the director, noticed him. He's like, "Hey, big guy, put you in the background as like extras or bit parts and this and that." And you realize, oh, this dude can actually act. Yeah, and he became one of the biggest stars in all of all time. (laughs) The the continuity folks though need to open up their brains. Like a good continuity, you know, director will not just see the coffee cup in the wrong hand. Or look in the wrong direction at, at, you know, the clapboard or whatever. They'll also think about, you know, the future in the film. Spoiler alert for uh, the way that they film any film at all ever is no, they do not do it in order. In Platoon, they actually did. They do. But 99.9% of the time, they do not. Yeah. Uh I mean, hell, even, uh, uh, what was it, 19, uh, 1917? Oh, yeah. 
I still have not seen that yet. I'm Dude. like, I'm, okay, I'm like, I'm start. I've seen a it's million great World War II films. I was like, okay, it is again. It's World War One films or something. I need to start getting into. Yes, so I've seen Lost Battalion, Flyboys, All Quiet on the Western Front, and okay, other good World War One films. 1917 17. is on the list that I have not seen yet. I'm not looking for any other recommendations from anybody else out there who's listening. A goddamn yeah. good. Now, it is a single take movie, right? It's supposed to be a constant screen, you know, a constant shot from yeah. start to end. And obviously they don't, you know, they cut every once in a while and there's like a, a pan or something like that where they hide the the cut the scene cut into. And they do a really good job of making it look even though they do that scene cut to make it look like they there was no place to do it they do a great dude like some of us that that are in film we're just like how like we're hunting for the scene <laughs> yeah. wipe like again this is like, okay watch the movie the first time then go back and watch it again to look for the you know, enjoy the film yep. then go back and like all right how did they do that yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so like there's one scene uh in it that that cracks me up um that that things like they left it in kind of thing right so guy the 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 main character of the movie he gets out of a trench right because they're charging from the trench going over no man's land and they're running and he's running along the the trench going down to like i forget what he was doing at the time he was delivering a message or something like that he was he was running down but he ran out of the trench because the trench was full of people and he has been through a living nightmare hell, so he's just kind of not thinking and blah, 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 running. Well, the extras that are all of the the, the um, soldiers that are coming out of the trench and then running across the field into battle, you know, they're just kind of like trying to avoid the actor. It's like running right in front of the camera type of thing, and the camera's like on a Jeep. <laughs> and he gets run into by like three uh, uh, extras. Like two of them knock him down to the floor and he gets up and just starts running again. And none of that was supposed to happen. No one was supposed to run into him. But the very first time it happened, like, nope, the director's like, in. keep rolling, keep rolling, keep rolling. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> they did the rest of that shot. And that shot was extremely long. They drove for like a mile Damn. down this trench. First of all, they dug a legitimate trench, like a World War One trench. Long. I mean, that was a mile fucking long. God damn. In the real world, in World War One, no, they would have been even longer than that, folks. Oh, 100%. 100%. They went on for miles. Wait, plural. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was a crazy flick, man. What, how did we get talking about 1917? Uh, continuity. We don't even have continuity in this radio show. <laughs> I'm the continuity. But I'm John Wayne, motherfucker. God damn. <laughs> What have we got here? A fucking comedian. That you, John Wayne? Is this me? Fuck yeah, this is me. Oh, God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my condolences. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll be right back. Love you. Bye-bye. I'm pretty sure the show isn't over, so go get a drink, sit down, shut up, and just wait while we pee.
some crazy bitches so we will be back shortly
forgot to turn the light off. <laughs> forgot to turn the light off the main light in the studio. Fucking house lights just hit. <laughs> ah! Production value for days, folks. What? <laughs> Production value for days. <sighs> continuity. I need somebody mm. for continuity in the studio. <laughs> I'm not moving to fucking Virginia. Dude, no. <laughs> I ain't moving up there. No. Nope. Move your ass to Texas. Bring your ass. <laughs> yep. You know. You might have you might have to in the not too distant future. Right? <laughs> so I actually um talked to Jenny about that. Hmm. <sighs> not necessarily Texas. Mm. But in general. Effing off from where y'all are at to somewhere else. The houses very in this, much somewhere else. The houses in this area are going for stupid money. And when I say they're going for stupid money, they're actually going for stupid money. Like not just being posted at stupid money. They're going for stupid for money. And selling I, for more than the stupid money that they're listed for. Exactly. Like there's one near me that went for an absurd amount of money. And then I haven't seen anybody actually move into it. Like the people that look like they bought it, they keep showing up every once in a while with like a bag of something, you know, like they'll bring like they have a van. They'll they'll fill the van up with stuff. They'll bring stuff in and then the van disappears and it's gone for like two days. Mm -hmm. And then two days later, the van shows back up with their the folks. They'll stay like the night. They'll bring in the stuff from the van. And that's it. There's never been a moving vehicle. There was never a an army. So it was like of a cars. van, van, not like a Penske truck. Or no, a like a minivan, like an Odyssey. Is it that hard to find fucking U-Haul trucks in your area? I mean, or where they're no. moving from? Hell no. There's like four just in the area. Uh, well, that's the thing is you can't find them in California because everybody's fucking leaving. <laughs> true. That, that is the wildest thing. You go look it up. Like, hey, move from, say, San Francisco to Dallas versus Dallas to San Francisco. Same exact p- city pairing, one direction versus the other, unlike Penske, U-Haul, or any of the other truck rental companies. It's 4x the money to move out of California than it does to move the same distance the other direction. It's like normal prices if you're moving from Texas to California. If you're moving out of California because there are no fucking trucks available, because nobody's bringing them back, and I'm sitting here going, all right, you're at that point, Penske or U-Haul is just going to have to hire people to move their trucks to where people need them to get out of their current houses. Exactly. It's like, hey, folks, there's another you know Uber, you know underground gig economy or whatever right there. It's like, hey, you drive U-Hauls, just you literally you're you're deadheading it. Yeah, that's actually genius, but. I'm sitting on if they all are already those, doing that, they should be because holy crap. There's, we went yeah, to there's look for like one of the basic ones just to move the like two miles that yeah. we moved originally when we when we got this house. Yeah. No. They were massively expensive to move two miles. Literally, we, it's the kind of thing is like you, you rent it for the day, maybe 24 hours. In Northern Virginia, they used to have this. This well, well they still do. They had uh, uh, two Marines and a truck or something like that. And then they had college hunks, you know, college movers, yeah. you know, college hunk movers or whatever. Like college hunks. I think they even have an operation here in Dallas. I think I saw their truck at my building like a week or two ago. I think they yeah. started 
based on what you were just saying. They started on, we're going to use a U-Haul to do this, and we're just going to be the man man labor, and we're going to yeah. charge a hell of a lot less than those random, you know, allied and some of those other companies. Yeah, than the full, the full self-contained moving setup deals. Right, because those were thousands when they could be hundreds. Now, yeah. they're thousands. So, we got these guys, when we moved from that place, you know, just to help with some of the bigger stuff, we got these guys, and it, it was like uh, American something. And they were great. I mean, it was like, you know, there's like 400 bucks. And these guys were the smart ones. They knew to bring the straps. They knew to carry everything on their backs instead of from the front. They knew like, oh, you want to move this fucking like chest of drawers? Turn it around, stand it up, grab it like this and use your back as leverage and just walk away. None of them were hurting. They got the townhouse emptied in like 45 minutes. Yeah. They got it. Every every time I've moved, I rent the Penske truck and then I hire some guys to do the labor. And it's like all in from them showing up at my old place to them leaving my new place. All said and done less than four hours. Oh, yeah. At most. And that includes the drive from the old place to the new place. The only reason we had them for almost four hours is because we went to two places. We went to this house and we also went to a storage unit to put in some of the stuff that wasn't going to fit in this house at the time. My parents still lived here. So we took a whole bunch of our stuff to a a local um, storage unit and boom, that's the only reason we had them for a little, for a little while. Had we not had that, the whole thing would have been done in an hour and a half, a three level townhouse into a single family home in an hour and a half Damn, and nothing was damaged. Not one thing. I had an elevator at my, my most recent move because, yeah, I'm on the second floor here. So the elevator is literally like 10 feet behind where this camera is. Uh-huh. <laughs> I share a wall with it. It's literally walk, you know, up the elevator around the corner. And the only thing is you can't pull the moving van into the garage right by where the elevator is. So you got to pull into the tall area, park it, unload there, and then wheel it 30 yards or whatever to the elevator. And then, you know up the elevator there like that was easy and like, okay if i was further from the elevator where my apartment is okay it would have taken even longer but it's like okay i think all said and told from the guys showing up to the guys leaving including the drive over here three and a half hours at most it took us yeah. what to move you out of the apartment to palm coast took us what about three that hours was a couple trips because you when you showed up with the van you had all your stuff in and it was pretty full so yeah. we had to kind of sort out all right and get as much of my stuff in it as we could and then we were dropping it in palm coast because we did not drive it back down to my place in daytona so we got the big shit out of there and then we're trying to do the rest with uh uh uh, with a cobalt a cobalt and and an intrepid (laughs) that's why i said all right let's get all the shit that won't fit in either of our cars put that in the truck and then the little shit will go because i think i had an aero bed back then so literally yeah. that was deflated and put it in a bag that goes on your shoulder yes and i was like okay put my computer desk and like my big wire shelf thing with the tv on it the tv and like my nascar tires and my it's like really it wasn't that much big shit that i had back then because i didn't own yeah. very much and some i think my yeah, my dressers and nightstand and shit and it was on a one That's bedroom it. townhouse or one one bedroom one apartment bed- 
Oh, it was this, a two-bedroom apartment, but I only was it two bedroom? one bedroom. Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe that <laughs> was okay. a two-bed, two-bath apartment. I never had a roommate for that one. On the second floor, again, there's no elevators. It was a one of those no, little... that was up and down stairs. That the zip-zip yeah, stairs. Yeah. Yeah. That was why I was that. I was like, okay, all the heavy... And well, your apartment was on the second floor, too. And you and your uncle loaded up the truck in Orlando, I think? No, no. Like it was uh, uh, Steve. Uh, he Not my uh, brother-in-law, Steve, but a friend of the family. He drove that van... All the way down from D.C. Wait, so that U-Haul truck was picked up in D.C., not in Orlando? Correct. Oh, no, no, no. Wait a minute. No, who was it? Because that was when I went from Palm Coast back home. He drove all the yeah, way down. Yeah, I was going to say, whoa, wait a in minute. The van. You picked that some bitch. Because <laughs> you had to pick up the living room furniture. Who was helping me to get out of my... Or was that... Oh, it might have been my uncle... Yeah, so I thought it was your uncle. Yeah. Yeah. No, I fuck. I don't remember. Was it Larry? Man, was it Larry? Kind of a salt and pepper guy. I never met him. It was all in your end and everything. You moved everything out of. Well, the only thing you had left at your place in Orlando, I think, was your drums and your uh, your amp, your your bass amp rig. Yeah, and And that was when we discovered. Oh yeah, a four ten and a one fifteen pair of cabs will fit perfectly in the back seat of a dodge and trip and i'm yes, like <laughs> good to know because that's exactly the rig that i went and bought when i bought my first big amp setup i was like fuck yeah bitches this thing's easy to move i got a different, big ass car and this shit fits <laughs> different head though you didn't get the back line no, 600 I, I get the, no, I, it wasn't it was it was an acoustic not a uh, not a gk so uh, it was like yeah it's, i actually looked for your exact setup and guitar center didn't have any in stock and they had this on special then i'm just like okay i'll take that hell that back line, watt, same fucking deal that back line that i had the back line 600 i got that used when i got it from guitar yes. center when i used to work at guitar center i got that shit for what we when you buy something from someone and used right you give them an, an offer or whatever and they accept uh that's what your cost is and then you based on your selling point, you know, versus 30 or 40% markup or whatever, you know, is the going rate in the world. You mm-hmm. try to give them as less as possible to you, but you're not an asshole. Boom. Right now there's some that you were an asshole on at guitar center. And that was things like symbols. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, metal fatigue is a thing. And it also exists in drum symbols. The more you hit them with sticks and the more they vibrate and wiggle, the more wear and tear they get on things like right around the the little hole where they go on. Like the drum heads, they are a consumable item. Correct. So if you take a $200 uh, uh, Zildjian A customer, uh, uh, a hybrid that you bought a year ago for $212. It's worth 10%, 20% of that now. Maybe 10, 20 bucks. (laughs) 10%. 10%. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's that's depreciation, folks. Ferrari ain't got shit on that, man. <laughs> yeah, shit. It's the same for cars. I mean, it's metal fatigue. That's the biggest thing that takes things away from vehicles is, is engine rust. fatigue and metal fatigue. Rust. Rust. Oh, if there's yeah. any rust on any, like, not your body panels, but, like, if there's any rust on your frame... Oh, the yeah, car is totaled. Your car is worth literally zero yeah. unless you take it to an impound and they give you money for the weight of the metal. Yeah, you sell it as scrap. Sell it as scrap metal. That's the only time your car is worth any dollars. Same yeah, thing if you're in a car that. accident. 
if you're in a car accident, it's just like a little fender bender, but that fender bender hits right at the edge of your frame and your frame gets torqued. If your frame is damaged at all, it's a total. Yeah. My first car had that happen when a fucking three quarter ton crew cab pickup T-boned in the left front. <laughs> wrenched in the yes. fucking front end of that some bitch. Yeah, I, I probably would have been told no matter where it hit. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing. No, no, no. no. It, it was an intrepid, but it's like, okay, it's uh, the unibody stuff today now. Is it like, okay, the nice thing about trucks is, oh, yeah, they're body on frame, so you can replace a lot of the stuff on the body. With most cars these days, the frame is the body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This <laughs> so is the if problem you damage the anything design. the door frame or any of that shit or the roof, it's like, fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's like the skin of the roof panel. So this is why I also like SUVs. And when I upgraded to an SUV world, I, I'm going to stay there because they're non-unibodies in general, Cherokee? like the small ones are, but the, mine's, is mine's the, a separate, Cherokee? mine's Cher- a frame. Cherokee's body on frame. Yeah. Uh, I remember the original ones always were, but it's like, yeah, it's, they're still doing that. Nice. Yeah. I was popping open things to route cables, like for my, you know, scanners and stuff like that. And I'm like, Oh, the B pillar is an actual B pillar. Just strong enough to hold up to a crash. It's not the fucking tire structure of the car. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are putting any cables for cameras, lights, uh, 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 radios, anything in your car that you have to run alongside of things, know where the fuck your fucking airbags are. I was looking at different things online, you know, for like ideas of where to put, cause I put my scanners for doing the stringing stuff and, you know, cameras in there. I got my, um, front inside and rear facing cameras. I got my lights for being on scenes and stuff like that, running all those cables. And I was just kind of like looking at pictures for ideas of where people have put them just to make it more accessible and easier to use with passengers still in your vehicle. Right. Yeah. You're not still monopolizing the utility of the vehicle exactly. for building other utility into it. Exactly. <clears throat> so I was looking at him and I'm just going, no, that's a bad fucking plan. You idiot. There's a fucking airbag under that spot. Like the people that were putting the cables in, there's like a little rubber trim underneath, like between the, the front of the glass the windshield and the a pillar. Right. They're running it right there. Well, that's where your airbag deploys from. So if there's a cable. Yeah. If there's a cable there, it will block the deployment deployment and it creates a gaping (laughs) hole for your head to go into. It's called the window and smash. Don't do that. And skull fracture and bad. Then people were putting the little scanners like right underneath the, the, the steering wheel. This little plot, the little spot of plastic right there. Okay, you know, zip, 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 zip. There's one under there too. You put this little metal knees. box, and it's become a bullet, a yeah. cannonball shell for your balls. It's the meme. Let's go put the fucking rocks in your damn steering wheel in your car. Yes. Congratulations, you just turned your steering wheel into a claymore. <laughs> <laughs> Learn where your airbags are and don't put shit in front of them there are symbols on every single one of them there's a little they have to pretty sure the nhtsa or whoever the fuck it is says you must put a label srs airbag here yeah or they're just embossed into the plastic 
They're embossed right yeah. into the plastic. There's, there's a label of it's it's marked somehow. Somehow, clearly read clearly readable. It's like my my golf. It's like I don't think there's one under the steering wheel, but I know there's fucking side curtain ones because them some bitches actually come out of the side of the seat. There's a little 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 tab, little fabric tab that comes out of the bolster on the seat and it says SRS airbag. And I'm like, oh, it's built into the fucking seat. Yeah. Clever. That's why there's so much goddamn elbow room in this car. Yes. <laughs> like, they, need, <laughs> they need to have somewhere for the poof. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, <laughs> you know, I will say something about airbags. Airbags have same saved a stupid amount of lives. Yeah. Like millions of lives. Genius. Yeah. Now there is some like the Takata ones that were taking lives because they you know cutting corners and stupid shit. But think about it. Uh, 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 what was the movie? Uh, Big Hero Six, right? Where the 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 big guy I can't remember his name. Uh, yeah, the robot guy. Yeah, you know, the big robot guy looks like the Michelin Man. They, you know, lands on him and he deflates because you know he's a he's an air cushion, right? Yeah. Well, you think about it. If you get in a car accident, you're literally turning the car into a pillow. And you could run into a brick wall at 90 fucking miles an hour and you're doing it inside of a pillow. Yeah. Within the thing is, you have to make sure you're sitting far enough back from said pillow because before it becomes a pillow, it's it a goes, shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> it goes boom right in your face. <laughs> It'll take you. I think it's like four milliseconds from the impact to hitting the airbag. Yeah, and the uh, air uh, or it's the like slow eight. motion, like the side on slow motion video of the yeah. car crash test. Footage. It's like eight, eight, it's half whatever it is. It's eight and then four or four and then two or it's yeah. it's half half the amount of time it takes for you to reach whatever the impact point is is how long it takes the the bag to inflate so that yeah. the bag begins to deflate as you hit it. Because that that's what slows you down. Remember, it's not how hard you hit. It's how fast you stop. Yeah. It's the rate of deceleration. And that puts G-forces on your body. Yeah. If you hit over a certain amount, what is that, 100 Gs? Or no, uh, 10 Gs. If you stop... I forget what it um, is. Yeah. The Mythbusters use it all the time. Right? Yeah, there's a threshold. And they'd, ha- they'd have the, the stickers with a little the glass vial that would break at a certain G threshold. Exactly. they put those on the, the dummy guy that they use, Buster. Yeah. They, they, they put on Buster. Slammed him into something or whatever. They're doing any kind of impact testing. And the little sticker, when it pops at five, you're like, oh, that would hurt. And it pops at 10 or whatever it is. And they're like, no, they, had, they had something like, like, like 20 and 50 and 100. Yeah, they maybe it was 100. High threshold shit yeah. they were testing. Maybe too. it was yeah. 100. That those ones are instantaneously death. Yeah. Instantaneous death. That you cannot survive those. And as a matter of fact, folks, race car drivers nowadays, you know, they all have the in-ear uh, radio deals like what Ron's wearing right here. They actually have accelerometers built into those mm-hmm. inside their helmet. So if they're in a crash, basically it's like an airplane's black box. It'll actually tell the investigators later on how many g's did the driver's head sustain in that impact yeah it's and pretty much everybody's wearing these f1 indy cars sports cars nascar pretty much everybody's wearing them these days especially at all the top level series who are doing this and if i remember right they also give you a live output so you can see how bad the crash was like before you even get there right 
Like it's transmitting yeah, it's, it with the rest of the day and be like, oh shit, that was a really hard thing. Red I, flag, yeah, I think send like, everybody. Like Indy cars or something have like a light or something, maybe like on top of that roll hoop or something that'll turn on and let them know, okay, you've exceeded this, the, you know, the collision exceeded this G yeah. threshold. That was or like, like a that. 50 G something hit, like that. You know, red flag. Yeah, there's like a series of lights. There's like a red, yellow, yeah. green or something like that. I, I'm pretty sure they have a, sim, a system like what you're talking about. That's, yeah, the same kind of what you're talking about there. Yeah. And if there's a massive impact, okay, it's, they do everything they can to reduce the amount of impact. They've got softer walls, the, the the steel and foam energy reduction stuff at the oval tracks that pretty much every major speedway has nowadays. Started in Indianapolis 20 years ago, and holy crap, that saved a truckload of lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. you go like Michael McDowell's crash at Texas Motor Speedway, and I think it was 2008 in qualifying. He goes off into turn one, thing steps out on the back end on him, he overcorrects, thing hooks up and goes straight head first into the wall in turn one. Whee! That looked, the head-on impact looked 10 times more violent than what killed Dale Earnhardt. He gets out of the car and walks the fuck away. Mm-hmm. Into the ambulance, but under his own power, gets out of the car and walks away. And look at that going. And waves to the fans. And waves to everybody. And I'm just looking at this going, okay, he's alive, but holy shit, tomorrow he's going to be hurt. Oh, yeah. He's going to be sore as a motherfucker tomorrow, but he's alive. Uh, and he's going to eventually go on to win the Daytona 500. <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah, it's it, it level of, of automotive safety and a lot of that's going okay, it's stuff is, that is started in the racing world and trickles down to the streetcar. Airbags are not one of those things because drivers will occasionally bang into each other on the track and continue racing. And if you exceed a certain G threshold, well, you don't want an airbag going off in your face, which is why they invented the Hans device. Yes. It does the same job, except it's something that doesn't explode in your face if it gets triggered. No, this is just something that prevents your... It does the same job. It does the exact same job. Snapping forward mm-hmm. and breaking your neck. And slows your rate of stop. It also limits the amount of travel. Right. So you can't bend your neck yeah. down beyond same a as a threshold, especially with any kind of violence. Yeah, same as a seatbelt, but separately for your head to support your yeah. head and neck. It, yeah. Head and neck support. That is yep. what the Hans device is officially, it, the official name for it. Yep. And it was one of the things that NASCAR and a whole bunch of other racing series mandated as you must wear this or an equivalent device if you were going to compete in this racing series. Yep. It became something as, yeah, we've seen drivers killed because this they were not wearing this device, and this device is something that would have saved them. Including Dale Earnhardt. It's literally the device that could have saved Dale's life and it was available before the accident. And it's like a lot of drivers started to wear it. And he said no. He, he called said it no. that damn noose. He yep. thought it was something that would kill him yep. if he was wearing it in an accident. Yep. Sadly, it was the other way around. Yeah. You know, uh, some <sighs> people are going to do it. They chose to do it. You know, it sucks yeah. that we I mean, lost. It was, it, it, it's, it's his choice. It's like, hey, he's driving. It's yep. on him. He's it's on a him. Grown ass man. Yep. It's his call. You ain't gonna. But eventually, <laughs> after the after <laughs> the fuck after you gonna do? I said, guys, um, we know you're all big boys, but this is what's happening. Yeah. The fuck you gonna do? You gonna you gonna you know tell the intimidator that you're gonna do this or you're gonna be toast or something like that? You fuck out of here. The fuck out of here. Mm. Anyway, so uh, I did want to talk about. I had a list. You know, show mm-hmm. prep list, which we'll probably use most of in the shitlord version coming up in six minutes. Uh, but I did want to talk about real quick the attention span of humans. 
has yeah. dropped so dramatically that it's painful. I mean, just seriously, folks, just listen to the show. <laughs> well, yeah, that. But we don't we don't yeah. create a video that's two seconds long. When yeah. I say it's there a short attention span, it's gone down to videos like the little reels and all that other shit on on TikToks different and vines ex- remember yeah. vines remember vines <laughs> ladies and that's gentlemen, how long our attention span is folks we didn't even it was like fucking vines what the hell was that i was like oh before tiktok was it's what thing. vines didn't TikTok, didn't tiktok buy them or somebody bought them somebody bought them yeah. i forget who vine, who vine was purchased by but ladies was and gentlemen Facebook? vine yeah. is tiktok before tiktok was tiktok it's like, folks, we had VHS before DVDs. We had DV- yeah, DVDs were before Blu-ray. Blu-ray was before fucking streaming. And streaming is, well, uh, there's going to be something to replace it. <laughs> At some point. <laughs> it's going to go directly into your brain. We're going to be the board. But people's Don't attention ideas. It, it, people's attention span is like next level zero. Those videos that are two seconds long are enough for them. And they'll watch them like because they are on automatic repeat. Not repeat and then go to the next and go to the next they're on auto repeat it literally a, a 33 and a third rpm record yeah is basically it, it skips and then it comes around it, and it skips again and it, it's it, it, that yep and that's fine for them i finally started seeing some comments on some of them going can we stop with these fucking short ass videos and show us what's going on please <laughs> oh you show two seconds of something oh meanwhile if you show the 45 seconds leading up to that moment oh that means the opposite of what i thought it completely meant. changes it context context you know they bitch Great about example. context okay, the, the, yeah uh the remember the, the the ted offensive you know the the picture of the south vietnamese police officer who shot the dude right in the head yeah. with the uh yeah yeah Show the video of that. It's like, oh yeah. By the way, the dude was caught as a North Vietnamese spy. Right. And the dude, okay, they gave him a trial right there on the street and summary execution. This wasn't just a cop randomly shooting some dude. Nope. We had evidence that this guy had just, and we'd caught the dude doing shit. We're going to execute him right here on the spot. Right. And there's video of it, and the still photo, which happened to be caught at the very instant of trigger pull, became. Bam. Oh, look at yeah. These, these are, are terrible people. Allies. Look at these right. are our allies. Who are these people? Right. Yeah, there's a little more context to that. There's like, oh, yeah, I, I get why he did that now. And actually, that makes total sense. Context. And they're always bitching about context, you know, like, oh, mm-hmm. the little fact checkers, you know, on Facebook. Yeah. Well, it know, needs context. It needs like, context. Okay. Um, what context excuses what the. Y'all are genius was. about posting things without context. So why are you bitching about context? Like you actively used out of context things for advertisements. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. <sighs> and news articles. It's like, oh, let's take a comment out of context and make that a headline. Or very fine people. Now perfect example. Now, I've told you that I was doing some string, right? I have now created uh, nova bulletin it's a news agency i've already had my first uh what you call it uh uh first story the first story is right here. this is my website nova bulletin first story was here as you can see it's already gotten you know almost 200 views on it it was only posted a week ago 
we could go today as a matter of fact um there was a fire uh at a at a power box uh in woodbridge right crazy thing got some good pictures from the video boom there we go shot the video turn it down because it is hot or it is uh very loud so there's owl vfd showing up on scene blah blah, blah. here's some fire don't worry, it's only a minute long, but I'll skip forward because there's, you know, there's one of the cops that's kind of looking at it like, oh, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, secure in the areas, all right, there's nobody in there. There's nobody finally, you know, close by who's in danger. Finally, the power company shows up to turn off the uh, three, electricity five. so that the firefighters can safely Actually do... safely use water. This. <laughs> of course, they put water on it, and it becomes... A raging inferno for a sec. Yeah, something else in there is burning. <laughs> and it eventually goes out. And they put it out in like 15 seconds. But basically, I hit it all. Alright, so this was a minute and a half of video that showed the entire event. Ryan right? got the money shot. Fire. Boom. Fire out. Everybody's happy. Move on. Do you notice what's missing from this page? Commentary. No, I mean, there's a place for comments if people want. Well, to. No, I mean, I mean, your is like, hey, you, okay, here's what I saw. This is it. Okay, this is the thing that is. Okay, it's it's a it's a power junction box or whatever that that or transformer, whatever it is. Yeah. Here, I'll even just read it. In the location, Prince William County Fire and Rescue was called to report it to a reported outdoor fire at Dillingham Square Shopping Center in Woodbridge by staff members at Brittany's Restaurant and Sports Bar at 11:32 p.m. on Saturday, the 28th. Fire crews arrived to find an electrical distribution box directly across from the Dairy Queen location at address to be fully involved in flames. Multiple loud explosions were heard throughout the area as the still live electrical box sparked during the blaze. Staff at Brittany's Restaurant and Sports Bar reported noticing their electrical systems malfunctioning before hearing the loud explosions outside. When their power turned off, they exited the building to find the transformer on fire. Fire crews from Owl Volunteer Fire Department Station 14 in Woodbridge arrived on scene and monitored the fire until technicians from Dominion Energy arrived to disconnect electrical service, allowing the firefighters to safely extinguish the flames. At approximately 12.15 a.m., the fire was contained without any damage to nearby businesses and with no injuries reported. Who, what, when, where? Those are the only things that you need to answer when it comes to news. I didn't say... Now, there's history behind that electrical box there. That electrical box was already leaning. It had, you know, graffiti all over it. They'd had problems with the electrical systems in that circuit for years. It's a, did I blame Dominion Energy? No. He's like, okay, here's what happened. Did like, I? This is what you see in the video. Here's a summary if you don't want to actually watch the video. Right. Like, uh, who's responsible for this? Fuck if I know. Uh. <laughs> all right. One more thing that's missing from this whole page. What's missing? opinion no well yes but uh, yeah. next thing what else is missing from this page ads bingo bingo yeah you're Ad not here to free. sell ads just like okay i'm here to inform correct so moving forward with that oh oh one more thing up here there's all posts this is obviously it's considered on on my site the the widget that i use is you know um uh blogs 
essentially. Mm-hmm. So there's posts, then there's things that are tagged as news, politics, opinion. have an opinion section. Correct. The reason that we have an opinion section is because opinions are opinions. Correct. That's not news. Now, when you click this opinion button, notice that there are no posts. Yet. That post was tagged as news, so there's mm-hmm. news. So opinions are also called editorials. Mm-hmm. They were always called editorials. Now editorials have become front page news, and yep. that's what causes division. Yeah. Here's my opinion presented as news reporting. Correct. So there you go. That's what I've created. Yeah. Actual news outlet, folks. What? Remember when journalism used to be about finding facts and presenting the facts and just the facts, ma'am? Exactly. You know, I almost used it as the, the, the what you call it, the tagline for it. And then I was like, nah. <laughs> so I said yeah, truth. Might be trademark. Somebody might come after you. Exactly. For that, probably, you know. I came up with truth above all else. Yes. Somebody might have that trademark too. Yeah, well, <laughs> suck a dick. With, your, with our luck. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the show, the free publicly available portion of the show has come to an end. For this week. For this week. <laughs> so... If you wish to hear the other hour and a half that is coming, you must become a shitlord. You Join are us in the clubhouse. You are currently either a lav attendant, which means you're just kind of there, or you're a stoop kid. And that means you're here, but you're also messaging or involving yourself somehow, sharing, liking. You're a stoop kid. In order to graduate to the next level, you must become a shit lord, which means you go to theporchfactor.com and you click on the little shit lord logo, like right in the middle, it says become, be immensely sexy and get more shit by becoming a shit lord. Click on the badge to join and support. When you go to that page, you get this. Now, we don't have 17 different levels. Yes. It's just one. <laughs> We're not planning on going that deep. Exactly. We just Giggity. We need some, you know, love to keep this going because it costs money. And right now, Drew and I are the only ones paying for it. Completely funded out of our own pockets, folks. So help out and then get to hear more stuff. You also get the full shows. You get some BTS behind the scenes stuff. You get the call in number so you can call in and join the show. You obviously get recognition for being badass. Uh, you'll get VIP status for any live events that we do. You'll also get early ticket access for any events that we eventually want to do out in the world. And of course, you'll get exclusive content sent to you from the page itself, from the uh, the website itself. So become a shitlord by going to theporchfactor.com and clicking on the shitlord logo. And if you do so, we will also talk to you very shortly because we'll be back on in just a few minutes. We love you. Bye-bye. Adios. Adios.